Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the opening round of the 2019 high school basketball tournament. For those of you just joining us, it's the undefeated St. Francis Foxes hosting and holding a rather large lead over the Garfield High Jaguars. The Foxes took the opening tip, scored right away, and boy, they have never looked back, building their lead to a dominant 46-24 score going into the break. And to the surprise of no one, St. Francis star Brian Bay leads the game in points and rebounds. He's got 18-9 and nine coming into the second half. And knowing the talent that Bay possesses and continues to show game in and game out, I'd be surprised to find that the rest of this game is in smooth sailing for these Foxes, Jack. Brian isn't the only player worth mentioning, though, Kevin. Xavier Rose is the lifeblood of the Jaguars, having put up 16 of their 24 points. He certainly is doing everything he can to take advantage of the mismatched defender in Royce Peterson. Well, it's got to be hard to be a player of Rose's talent to just be overshadowed your whole high school career. And he's still got another year to bring Garfield High a championship. And he will still have to get through Brian and the rest of the Foxes next year. Looks like we're ready to begin the second half. Garfield High will have the first possession. Lee passes down to Brown. Brown dribbles down court. And it's here where Garfield can come out and make a statement, say, we're not going to take this anymore. They can do that oh, by... Oh, Jackson with the intercepting steal. Bay is on the fast break. And oh, hit alley-oop slam by Brian Bay off the dime by Owen Jackson. Well, it looks like St. Francis had a more important statement to make, Kev. You're right, Jack, and at this point, I just don't see what Garfield can do to get back in this game. I wish I could stop the broadcast here. I wish St. Francis would have maintained the lead and gone on to the next round of the state playoff tournament. Instead, just a few more minutes into the game, the unthinkable happened. The best thing Garfield can do right now is get the ball to Xavier Rhodes. At least let him show off his skills in front of these recruiters. Owen Jackson waiting for the ball, but instead, Peterson passes into Bay. He dribbles across half court. Look out, he's got a lane. Takes off for the jumper, but oh my god, it's his shoe! What? I've never seen anything. His shoe has exploded, ladies and gentlemen. And oh, Brian Bay, he's on the ground holding his ankle after something I have never seen on a basketball court. On February 26, 2019, the St. Francis Foxes lost in the state basketball playoff game against the Garfield High Jaguars. Star recruit Brian Bay's freak shoe accident early in the second half led to the Foxes blowing a major lead. To most, this was a shocking loss and a shocking injury, but some know the truth. This game's outcome and Brian's injury were fixed. My name is Maxine Phillips and I'm finagling the truth of the parting of the shoe at St. Francis High. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Right now, I'm inside the girls' locker room. It's always empty on game night. As good as a panic spot as any, right? I should probably be in the boys' locker room now. I'm guessing Coach Boogie is giving his season-ending speech. He didn't even have one planned. I still can't believe we lost. I thought... I thought the rest of the team could at least keep the lead. The report was going to be a cakewalk. Undefeated St. Francis Foxes waltz to a championship. Now what? 
perfect season ruined by an exploding shoe? Jesus. Okay. Okay. I'll go over there. I don't know why I even hit record. I don't know what I was expecting. <gasps> the hell? Brian! What are you- What the fuck was that, man? Why aren't you in the other locker room? I'm talking to you, that's why. What? Your shoe? Yes, my goddamn shoe! How would I know? I was out there on the court with you. You gave me those shoes. They were in your car. Brian, I did the same thing we do every game. You're the only person who knows about the routine, Max. You're the only person that could have fucked with my shoe. In front of the damn scout, too. I was playing the game of the season, Maxie. But you calm down, Brian. I can't believe you actually think I would have done anything to you. I don't really know what actually happened. Your foot went through the shoe. That's what I know. It was a freak thing, like Zion. Nope. No. I'm not going to believe that. My delos don't just explode. Somebody fucked with the stitching or, or something. I was with you before the game, during warm-ups and in the locker room with you at halftime. You gotta realize that. Well, who else would have messed with it? Why is this happening to me? That was my championship and they just took it away, Max. Brian, I seriously do not think anyone could have done that. Why wouldn't it have broken right away? Why did it break four minutes into the half? I... I don't know. I can't go out there. Not after that. Truthfully, I don't know why I was recording here. I guess I thought my initial reaction would be good for my story. Thank God I did record. It hit me in that moment that cleaning up this mess would be far more interesting than a puff piece. I felt horrible for Brian. But in that moment, I also knew I had to clear my name to him. If I can get him to trust me again, we could take this on together. Brian, just breathe. First, you see that recorder in my locker? It's been recording all of this. Yo, what the hell are you recording me for? I was recording myself. For my story, remember? Second, I don't think you need to worry about what people are going to think about you. In no way can it be your fault. Your shoe exploded. Max... I got hurt in front of a scout. I didn't play a full game in front of an OSU scout, but Xavier did. If I... I mean, I could lose my place on that team. That won't happen. You don't know that. Man, if I don't get a scholarship, I'm gonna have to go home. Brian, we will make sure that doesn't happen. Brian moved here in the summer of 2018 from his home in South Korea just before the school year started, his sophomore year. It was a big deal at first, not because of his basketball skills, we didn't know about that yet, but because St. Francis rarely gets foreign exchange students. Brian was the first to come as a part of our new foreign exchange program designed by our school's principal and priest, Father Francis. Typically, they go to the public school Garfield High, it turned out that Brian wasn't really noticed at first, even being a foreign exchange student. It wasn't until the 2017 basketball season started that we really noticed Brian Bay. It took him one game on the sophomore team to get promoted up to varsity. That one game, he put up 46 points. He joined the varsity team and quickly took over the starting power forward spot from Royce Peterson who had himself transferred from Garfield High that year on a basketball scholarship. Brian led the Foxes to the playoffs for the first time since 1996. He became the talk of the town. We hadn't seen an athlete like Brian in Greenville in over 20 years. 
Brian was basically a celebrity. That summer, Brian returned home to Seoul. That was when Greenfield truly realized what it had in Brian. During the summer of 2018, Brian posted a video of him playing in scrimmage with the Seoul SK Knights, the team that had just won the Korean Basketball League Championship. Brian was playing better than everyone on the court. That video went viral across town. Excitement for the basketball season had never been so high. But then we all realized something. Foreign exchange students are only allowed one year on their visas, an F-1 visa. Brian wouldn't be allowed to return. Yet, somehow, there Brian was on the first day of school. I noticed all of this before the season had started. So I went to Coach Boogie's office to ask him a few questions about this, spinning it as an interview for my story. What I'm about to play was recorded just days before the current season began. Hey, Boogie. Mind if I ask some questions? What's this for, Max? I'm doing a story on the basketball team for the school paper. Okay, if I record this? Sure. I'm sitting here in Coach Boogie's office. Coach has been with the Foxes for nearly five years now, with this last season being his most successful. Coach, can you tell me what made last season different from your other seasons coaching? I mean, it's obvious, right? I suppose, but for the sake of the question... We had a complete team. Top to bottom. We were finally able to execute my playbook. So you don't think it was Brian that made the difference? He was part of the team, so yeah, he made a difference. He's pretty good, ain't he? He is. So, you don't think he made a difference bigger than any other player? What do you want me to say here, Max? That you take Brian away from our team and we suck? No. We have a good team. Jackson and Peterson. Peterson averaged just over 10 points last season. He's a great rebounder. He averaged about five a game. We were trying to find the right spot for him. I think we got it for him this year at center. We're going to be a quick team with him there. It's the pacing and seven-second style of play I want to establish. You know, Draymond Green averaged just over 10 points last year, too. I don't think that helps. Truly do believe that last year was achieved because of our game plan and playbook. And we'll be even better this season. We're like the Heat in 2010. As soon as Spolstra had the players, they made it to the finals. There's a line for you, Max. I'm the Eric Spolstra of high school basketball. Yeah, okay. Do you mind if I ask how exactly you got Brian to come back this season? What do you mean? Well, foreign exchange students typically can only stay one year on their visas. You sure this is for your story? A returning star could be a big section for it. I suppose so. Father Francis and I had to do some digging and found a way to keep him here until he finished high school. Which is? If an exchange student has a strong reason to complete their education in the States, they can find a host for the rest of their time. Right now, I'm hosting Brian, and come next year, we'll find him a new one. Hmm. Okay. Thank you. I think that's everything I need. I think I actually have a better line. I'm the Steve Kerr of high school basketball. That guy is a winner. How about Tyloo? And there it was. Our superstar was staying not only for this year, but for the next two. 
Something felt strange about the arrangement, but I didn't think too hard about it at the time. I became close with Brian that year when I took over the Foxes basketball manager position. What better way to get my story than to be a part of the team? I think Brian felt comfortable with me. We're two of only a handful of non-white kids here at St. Francis, me being one of the few black students and Brian being one of the few Asian students. That's why the story hits home. No one but me would tell this story. Pretty quickly, I was with Brian at warmups, sitting with him on the bench when he was there. And I would talk with him after the game. It was never romantic, at least not to me, and I don't think to him. Most importantly for now, I was a part of his shoe routine. It's common in professional sports for athletes to get new shoes or gloves for every game. Routines are the norm. Wade Boggs ate a whole chicken before every game. Mike Bibby would clip his fingernails during every timeout. Brian Bay, though not a professional yet, had his own routine. Brian wears two new pairs of shoes every game. One during the first half and one during the second. His shoe of choice is the D-Lo Tops 2.0. Not everyone knew about his shoe routine. He tried to keep it a secret, especially with his teammates. Some knew. During halftime, every game, I would sneak out to my car and get the new pair, and I would give them to him just before he ran back out for the second half. I thought it was weird that he had these, but I went with it. I didn't know if he was paying for them, if his parents were paying, or what. It never mattered before, and I never wanted to question it. We were winning, and we were on our way to a championship season. And that's what I wanted for my story. Brian trusted me, and I needed him to know, now more than ever, that he needed to keep that trust. have a serious injury. This won't be career ending. I'm gonna lose a scholarship. You don't know that. Maxie, I need you to tell me everything you did with the shoe. I need to know it wasn't you. <sighs> okay, Brian. At halftime, when I got your shoes, I grabbed my keys during Coach Boogie's rundown and I snuck out with a few minutes to go at halftime. To be fair, Brian, I had to park more in the open than normal. Yeah, that's my bad. I had to deal with some things before you got me. What things? Doesn't matter. Yes, it very much does matter. Just keep going. When I got to my car, everything was normal. Locked up, seemed fine. Wait. Oh, shit! What? When I got your shoes, I ran into Susan Peterson. I think I may have recorded that while I was making a log. Garfield High playoff game, log three. As expected, the game is going smoothly. Brian is having what might be his best game of the year, folks. Best game. Xavier hasn't even been a problem. <gasps> Jesus. Mrs. Peterson? What are you doing out here? Max? Shouldn't you be in the locker room? I guess it doesn't matter too much. The game's pretty much over. You guys are playing one hell of a game tonight. She was trying to hide a cigarette from me. She realized I noticed it. Don't tell Rolls. Bad habit, but need it for the stress every now and then. I won't tell him. 
you can count on me. Uh, I gotta head back in. Oh, of course. Maybe tell Boogie to get Royce some more minutes. You know, with the big lead and all. Yeah, I'll do what I can to talk to him. This is Brian's car, isn't it? Uh, no. No. It's mine. That makes more sense. I always imagined him having a nicer car. They usually do. I... I, re- I really gotta go. Are those shoes? Are you getting Brian's shoes? It's a, it's a gift for him. Um, for after we win, of course. Hmm. Why are you getting them now? Why not after the game? Good point. Good point. Uh, you know what? I really gotta get back inside, Mrs. Peterson. I'm sorry, Max. I don't mean to keep you. Is that a tape recorder? Yeah, I'm doing some It's weird... for your story, right? About the team, you know. I would love to give an interview. Maybe another time. Uh, we got a few more minutes till the second half starts, so I gotta... Gotta go back in there, so... So it was her. That's not what I'm saying. Besides, when I ran into her, the shoes would have had to have been messed with already. And I'm still in no way convinced that someone even did anything to them. Max, somebody had to mess with the shoe. Why would it never have happened in any other game? Just a bad pair. Nah, the dealer tops don't do that on their own. Brian, why... Who would even want to sabotage your shoe? If that's even what happened... A lot of people don't like me here, Maxie. You know that. You gotta go with me on this. Someone did this. For all we know, Susan Peterson got up during halftime and found my car. Okay, fine. Let's go through the game, see where she was. I still didn't think it was likely, but Brian was scared. And he's my friend. I had to help him. Brian and I left the locker room and went to the AV room. Dom, who's a basketball parent and he records everything, should have been uploading the footage. Mrs. Larson usually had gone home by then. All we had to do was ask for the footage, say Coach Boogie wanted to look it over. Piece of cake. Hello? Dom? Mrs. Larson? Nobody's here. So we can't get the footage? We'll get it. He must have already uploaded it. We can get to that computer by going through the studio room. Come on. Last year, after the phenomenon of Brian began, St. Francis realized they needed to step up their game in broadcasting Brian. With some quick shifting of the budget, some cuts, and some new equipment, the school was ready. Our radio station had new mics, and our AV division had more state-of-the-art tech to record and broadcast the games to local TV. The school even brought in a new teacher for it, Mrs. Larson. I like her. She knows how serious I am about journalism as a career, and she lets me use some of the facilities whenever I want. Okay. Yeah, he uploaded it. Do you want me to skip ahead to the second half? No, I want to see it all. We sat and watched the whole game. Ryan really loves to watch his own highlights. Susan Peterson was front and center for the whole first half. Dom doesn't record during halftime, which makes sense, but 
purchase in this case. When we finished watching, nothing led to me believing the shoe had been tampered with. Brian, I didn't see anything, and Mrs. Peterson was there the whole first half. She has an alibi, so either it was a freak accident or you know something I don't. <sighs> All I know is that there are definitely people who would want to ruin my game. Who? And why would this be the way? I don't know. It could be anyone on the team for all I know. Royce Peterson, Coach Boogie, Father Francis, that dude that gets me water, and even Xavier Rose, and I don't know, Wolfman. And they knew it would look like an accident. You can't just throw names out like that, and they all have alibis. They were at the game. Which means they were also there to do it. Think about it, Max. Royce Peterson was also recruited to St. Francis for basketball, but I came in and took his spot, and his mom knows about my shoes. Xavier Rose is the number two recruit in the state, and Wolfman, I don't know, but I know he doesn't like me. Maybe Boogie did it because... Brian had a point with some of those names, although some, he said, were nonsense. Royce Peterson had been recruited just for Brian to take his position on the team. Coach Boogie tried playing Royce at center this season, but it was easy to see Royce didn't want to play center. He has a size for it, but if he made it to college ball, he would be a small center. Getting to play at any higher level would be a tough battle for Royce, so he stopped trying. Lost the starting spot, and it hasn't been the same all season. Since he's at every game, he's probably noticed Brian's shoe routine. He has a clear motivation to hurt Brian, especially in front of a top scout. Out on top, then in it with his mom, it seems strange. Xavier Rose is the number two recruit in the state, but there is a big gap between him and Brian. He knows enough people on the team to get access to our locker room and to learn about Brian's routine. Getting Brian hurt and then winning the game in front of the OSU scout is a clear motive for Xavier. But I don't think he had the time to go to Brian's car and mess with the shoe. Casey Wolfman Wilcox is somewhat of a local legend, at least a former one. He was a top basketball recruit in the 90s, graduating in 96, the last time the Foxes made the playoffs. His locker has been touched since he stopped playing. He was supposed to play in the NBA, but he didn't even get to college ball. I have no idea why. He now works at St. Francis as a landscaper and a janitor. He sits in the same spot every game, the end of the home bleachers, right next to the tunnel leading to their locker room. He's been getting more and more involved ever since Brian started playing. Jealousy that Brian may actually do something with his basketball career and become the biggest thing to come out of Greenville is a motivation, though a weak one. And I suppose it's possible he's noticed Brian putting on new shoes at halftime. I don't feel strongly about him. He may not like Brian, but ending his career seems like a stretch. What am I supposed to do, Brian? Just go up to them and accuse them of... Of what exactly? I don't know. You're smart. Figure it out for your story. I guess. I can start with Royce. Maybe talk to his mom, too? She's definitely doing something. She could have done it to get Royce minutes. I think she's just a weird suburban mom. Nothing more. I need to look at the shoe. Make sure we should actually be looking into anything other than poor stitching. Where is it? It's in my locker. Go get it. Why? Because this is a full investigation now. Maybe by closely looking at the shoe, we can put this to rest as a true accident. But I don't think I'm going to be able to tell. Devin. What? 
Devin Gilroy. He'll know. He sold me on the Dilo Tops in the first place. I'll text him. Okay. He's gonna tell you it wasn't an accident. If he does, I'll actually investigate all of this, Brian. I promise. He says to bring it over. He already heard about it. People are calling it Shoegate. Awesome. Let's get the shoe. The drive to Devon's was quiet. I can't blame Brian for wanting some silence. His whole life could have changed because of that game. He had to believe someone tampered with the shoe. He couldn't accept a freak accident. He couldn't lose everything he worked for to just be a statistic. I spent that drive examining the shoes myself. Split between the middle of the shoe and the sole, big toe side. Nothing looked intentional to me, but I'm not the expert. Devin Gilroy is a St. Francis dropout, not much older than me and Brian. I personally don't know him, but Brian does. He's supposedly a shoe guru. Yo, why is she recording? Story for the paper. <laughs> I knew you were a big time, Bri, but the paper? I'm writing for the school paper, though I'm sure the register will write their own piece. What? I'm going to play 2K while you figure this out. You don't want to hear any of this? I'm going to be sitting literally right here. Okay. I need to know if someone did anything to this to hurt Brian intentionally. Well, yeah. You haven't even looked at the shoe. I wouldn't have recommended the D-Lo tops if the D-Lo tops just blew up. I wouldn't do that to Brian. Why did you recommend these to him? Brian didn't show you my video? Video? I got a shoe review channel. Put that in the paper. I'm not going to do that. Let's just watch my video. Devin, we're not do- Oh shit. Hey, 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 hey! Devin G here, coming at you with what may be the most anticipated review yet, the D-Low Tops 2.0. Now, before I get into specifics, let me just break the tension here. The shoe is dope! Devin wouldn't give me any details unless I watched his video, which I do admit was helpful. And it made me realize he makes music, which I would eventually need. So I'll just skip to the part when he's talking about the shoes and not subscribers. To start, let me just say this. If you're living in Greenville and want to see the shoes in action, my boy Brian Bay will be wearing these all season. Now, let me tell you why. If you're a big small forward down to a center, these are perfect for you. But for someone like me or any guards out there, these aren't for us. You need weight for the traction on these to hold. They're comfortable, and for someone who has the ball all game like Brian Bay, you need that. Like you're running on air. They have a good cushion, which makes a decent platform on the bottom. If you're a big man, those extra inches will almost eliminate any chance of you being blocked. Overall, I'm going to give these shoes an 8.7 out of 10 Gilroys. 
positive they couldn't break on their own. Positive? What about Zion? <laughs> what about Zion? His broke. That was a freak thing. Then how do you know Brian's wasn't? Zion's shoe exploded because it wasn't the right shoe for him. He planted his foot at a steep angle, roughly 60 degrees from vertical, and at that point he's just supporting himself on one leg. To vertically support his 284-pound body with his leg at that extreme angle, he'd need to produce a minimum of double his body weight, or uh, 560 pounds of force to break the shoe. Uh, with that much weight on opposing parts of the shoe, of course that happened. Brian doesn't have the weight to naturally cause that to happen with the D-low tops. Oh. I see. How do you know all of that? The Zion thing was like two weeks ago. I looked into it. Didn't you drop out? Yeah, to get my GED faster. I think I found something. What? It looks... It's like... Someone took a knife and cut a small slit just above the glue track. Brian's toe must have slipped into that spot when he took the jumper. The shoe abruptly planting with that momentum he was carrying must have caused the rest of his foot to break through. Brian! What's up? You hear all that? Yeah, I told you somebody fucked with it. I'm gonna need to take the other one and work on it. That's cool. What for? I'll run some tests to see how big the slit had to be. I can only see the slight cut just below the glue. Uh, right there. You see? Yeah. Can't believe someone would do that to you, Brian. I can. And like that, my story had completely changed. Devin's test was for him. I already had what I needed. I now knew for certain that someone tampered with the shoe. Now I had to learn the why. When I joined the basketball team, I thought I was simply going to get an easy story to add to my portfolio. But I may have fallen onto something to base my career on. It's now on me to solve the parting of the shoe. Parting of the Shoe is written and produced by Maxine Phillips. Music, sound design, and mixing by Devin Gilroy. Reenactments directed by Holly Green. Special thanks to Tony Phillips and Brian Bay. If you like what you heard or for more information, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or wherever you get your latest podcasts from. Thank you and peace out. <laughs>